Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Is a good Tuesday to you. How we looking? The Bill Michael Show is on the air. We are glad you are with us in so many different facets. Uh, as today is uh, today is today's a day where you kind of look about and you start to think, what if? You know, that's today's the what if. I mean, in the season of dreaming for what you would like, which is Christmas time. You know, I mean, obviously. You know, there's reasons for the season, if you know what I mean. But uh, you start to think about wish lists and things like that. And, uh, well, for lack of a better term, you you dream about what could possibly be. And then, obviously, what 2021 could bring, because God knows 2020 sucks. So, anyway, um, you start to think about what can happen and whether or not the Packers can reach the ultimate goal. You know, there's a lot of different things you can talk about. You can talk about uh, the offense being uh, premier. And you can discuss whether or not the Packers did or did not need that extra guy on either side of the football. And today, we're going to talk about whether or not this offense is good enough to carry the Packers to a Super Bowl. Now, I know some of you automatically, the bah humbugs out there are going to say no. Hell no. Ain't going to happen. No. No, you're crazy. Stupid. All right. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because it's 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 dreaming to be something. It's dreaming for the, the wish list of, boy, if I could just get this gift. If I could have this under my tree, it would be fantastic. That would be a Packers championship. Uh, but in many different facets – we know that there are flaws. Can this Packers offense carry them 
to a championship. We're going to get into that. Good night last night, by the way. Uh, Seattle continues to roll on. Seattle gets the win last evening. And the, the Eagles are just a bad football team. I mean, I know they've got their own issues. And, and I was watching this morning um, as they were, you know, for lack of a better term, analyzing and breaking down the, the Eagles' loss last night to the Seattle Seahawks, if you stayed up and watched that game. Tonight, you were supposed to have the Ravens and the Steelers, and you're not having the Ravens and the Steelers again. I personally think this sucks. Uh, you punished that quarterback room for the Denver Broncos and said, nope, no quarterback, you're not going to play. When you're extending the Ravens, you're playing favorites. And I think the NFL has set a bad precedent. I think it sucks. The Ravens sitting at 6-4, and four, and they've got all kinds of problems, and uh, they are not being penalized for it. And I think it's wrong. We can get into that discussion a little bit later on. So anyway, last night, 23-17. The, the Seahawks, I'll, I'll tell you this. They, <laughs> excuse me. They got blanked in the first quarter, and Russell Wilson uh, does his, his due diligence in that second quarter. And uh, that's when they finally got on that scoreboard. But uh, but it was, uh, I mean, you know, Carson gets that 16-yard run. Moore catches that pass from Russell Wilson uh, to put it in the end zone in the second quarter to, to you know, notch him on the board. But uh, but last night, I you know, after that, it was field goals. Seattle's good. I don't think they're great. I don't think – I. After watching Seattle play now, granted, it's a Monday night game. You're playing on the East Coast. It, it is what it is. But Carson Wentz, not that good. 25 of 45, 215 yards. Threw that pick last night. A couple of touchdown passes. But Russell Wilson, 22 of 31, still sacked a couple of times, hurried four or five times throughout that game. But Seattle on third down was terrible. They couldn't sustain a drive to save their life last night. They were only 2 of 10. That's awful. And the Eagles are – look, I what I learned last night was Seattle can be had. I'm really not worried about Seattle because Seattle can be had. Really believe that. Now, the rest of this NFC, if you had to say there's one team that really bothers you in the NFC, boy, I just I, – I continually watch – and I know they're not talked about a lot, but that Rams defense is just that that Rams defense is just good. They just are. Getting beat this past weekend wasn't necessarily uh, the confidence booster by by San Francisco of all teams at home, the confidence booster you wanted, but their offense was more inept than anything. But I, I still think the Rams probably provide the most problematic defense. Um, the Saints are good. The Saints are a good football team. But right now, the Saints are in the midst of playing some bad football teams. I mean, they got Atlanta coming up again this weekend. Tampa Bay, I think, is solid, but they have shown their flaws. Carolina is not going to be a pushover when they come into Lambeau Field. But I still think the Packers can get them. Nobody in the East scares, scares me. 855-830-8648. So when you start to look at this NFC, you think, is the Packers' offense better than what Seattle puts up? And Seattle's got some talent. It's not like Seattle's bereft of talent. They've had some some injuries and such, but, I mean, everybody has. 
you know, the Packers were without Devontae Adams for a period of time. They were out without Aaron Jones for a period of time. They were down to basically no running backs at one point. So, I mean, everybody's dealt with injuries. You know what I mean? But when you got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett and company, Freddie Swain, I like him, by the way. Uh, then you got, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you got uh, DJ Dallas, their running back, who's okay. I mean, they don't, they don't, you know, Carlos Hyde is back there. They picked him up uh, for some depth and such. But it's basically Russell Wilson go out there and win the game, you know? But uh, Seattle doesn't scare me. The Rams defensively scare me more so than anything. And Seattle's defense, I mean, they can make plays and they can get stops every now and then, but they're like the Packers. They're, they they got good, some good players, but obviously you're as, only as good as your weakest link, and their weakest links are just they're, ju- they're just too much. 855-830-8648. Um, but can this Packers offense win you a championship? That's the question. Just asking that out loud today. Give us a shout. Uh, our buddy Lewis writes, their Super Bowl hopes boil down to 12. This defense cannot hold New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Seattle, or possibly uh, the Rams enough. They're going to score on them, some a lot, and all have uh, a run game, and all have at least one defensive back that will slow down Adams. Uh, it boils down to the elephant in the room that has been the same elephant for the decade. Does 12 have a clunker in him? The biggest reason they are 1-3 and three in the NFC title games, his 70 quarterback rating. We forget New York, Arizona, Seattle, San Francisco three times, Atlanta, not exactly the 90s Cowboys, and in all but one of those games, 12 head-down performances, and it's not like they've struggled with one team. No, I, I completely agree with you. One thing to remember, I will say this, I don't expect his quarterback rating to be 120 all the time because you are playing better teams that get to the postseason that can offensively hang on to the football and, and sustain long drives. But you're absolutely right. For the Packers to win a championship, what we have to see happen happened this past weekend. You go up against good defense, you're able to move the football, you get into a rhythm, your defense does just enough, and you win the game. That's it. That's their... That's their recipe. But do you think the Packers have enough in them? I here's here's here and I talked about this yesterday on the program. Here's the obvious answer to this. The master of the obvious, the duh bill sarcasm moment over on Twitter. Okay? The obvious answer is this. Yeah, they do. They have enough. They can win it. Period. Will they? It's a discussion for another day. But does this team have enough offense to win themselves a championship? And I, and the, the, I think you look at it more so in the in the in the vernacular of nobody else has a dominant team to be able to say for certain they're going to beat the Packers. That's just it. This NFC, last year, you had a good run game and a dominant defense in San Francisco, and you saw that coming like a locomotive down the track. Okay? They had a run game. They had Garoppolo doing just – they were winning games by running the football, and Kittle was all over the place. Right? 
You had to pay attention to Kittle. They had good wideouts, good run game. Mostert was on the come. Offensive line was pretty much intact. Bosa and company were all over the place. They, they, you saw it coming. This year, tell me the team that's going to beat them for sure. For sure. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. And uh, don't forget, coming up on Thursday night, it is going to be the Bill Michaels Huddle. And it's going to be brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Looking forward to talking more about this upcoming matchup with the uh, Green Bay Packers uh, this weekend as they take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia, as I had watched last night, decent but not great. And uh, the Packers should be able to beat them at home. Although Philadelphia, for whatever reason, has always given the Green Bay Packers, at least in recent history, just a little bit of of trepidation. Um, so I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that's a pushover by any stretch. 855-830-8648. But we're going to go ahead and talk about that coming up on the uh, Bill Michael Subtle coming up Thursday night, 6 to 8, on many of these same stations, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Does this team have enough offense that they are going to win a championship? Give us a shout. Your thoughts, your phone calls, coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. coming up tomorrow night and uh, you're going to hear it on many of these same stations but we are doing a uh, we being myself and then uh, the entire staff of 12:50 a.m. the fan out of Milwaukee if you could be a part of this this would be great but uh, tomorrow night is the uh, tomorrow's the big push because um, this year this year just sucks it, it just does and we know it. I don't have to sit here and, and pontificate about 2020. But the one thing that has been a casualty of 2020 has been charities in many different ways. So, and thank God the, there's so many of good, good people out there, so many of you that are out there that say, hey, you know, are you doing the toy drive again this year? And that was one of the biggest charitable pushes that we've had, you know, all season. Now, we do a lot of different things. Um and we do the golf outing for Give Kids the World. And, you know, I do the motorcycle ride benefiting the Fisher House, Wisconsin. And, but a lot of things have fallen by the wayside. And we don't want the, the kids to suffer because 2020 is here. You know what I mean? So tomorrow on the program, it is going to be the marathon edition of, of you know, local sports broadcast all day. And it's going to be 24, almost 36-hour broadcast starting tomorrow morning that is going to then go from tomorrow morning until Thursday uh, at 8 o'clock at night. Okay, so we've got the marathon tomorrow, and then that will continue all the way through the next day of just local broadcast. So uh, if you want to follow us over on 1250 AM, the fan, uh, you can. Um, That is out of Milwaukee, our flagship station. And uh, tomorrow going to be on the air doing a lot of different things regarding the kids and toys and donations and such. And then tomorrow night, I'm going to be back again tomorrow night, uh, you know, with a cast of, of terrific, terrific people that uh, are all getting together and we're all going to be uh, in our homesteads, but we're all going to be doing programs together, shows together. 
and doing it for the kids. And, you know, sports talk along the way, obviously, but doing it for the kids. So if you can help us out, simply go to 1250amthefan.com. It's the fan's 14th annual toy drive benefiting Children's Wisconsin, presented by Annex Wealth Management. It's virtual this year, and don't forget our friends at Blaine's Farm and Fleet who have helped us each and every year. And, uh, man, oh, man, uh, there's Wisconsin Indoor Golf Center, Jim Dandies. Uh, I've talked about our friends at Current Electric. They are just so good. I've used Current Electric in my home uh, so numerous times for some you know, changes and some fixtures and such, and they're just great people. Also, uh, don't forget our friends at Skipper Buds and uh, Skipper Buds this time of year. Nobody's thinking of boats. I mean, it's cold. It's blech, you know. But if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, especially for boaters and outdoor enthusiasts in your life, that's the way to go. Check out Skipper Buds. I go to the one out here in Pewaukee, but they're all over the state of Wisconsin. So don't forget about them as well. But uh, tomorrow, I'm really looking forward to it. But if you want to go and donate now, go to 1250amthefan.com and look for the 14th Annual Toy Drive. Okay? All right. Um, Do the Green Bay Packers have enough to get themselves to a Super Bowl, offensively speaking, because there isn't a dominant team. Jeff says absolutely not, tweets us, and says the Saints would be the front runner. Packers superfan uh, says no defense, too much of a liability. However, it will be the offense that will struggle in the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, Joel from the South says, uh, side, side, South side says, I don't understand the question. Enough offense to overcome their defense? Uh, that's not the way the question was worded. If you don't understand it, Joel, um, do you think they have enough offense to just get them to a Super Bowl? Yeah or nay? Simple. Johnny says, I think so. If they fall behind, good luck. Green Bay Packers can't win or play from behind. They have to build a good lead. D has to play just enough not to let the other team score and then keep it in. Uh, Michael says, absolutely, they have enough offense to get there. However, their defense is pretty terrible. And then there's that. Uh, the whole NFL, it's the Chiefs. Uh, they are the front runners for the NFC. It's week by week based at, on my opinion. And that's from uh, D. Derek Rawlings over on Twitter. Lift for shizzle. Writes in the Wendy's left for shizzle. I like that. Writes in the Wendy's email inbox. Uh, this Packers defense is too much of a liability. They're going to end up faltering in the postseason, and Aaron Rodgers will not have a good game and blame it on a bad practice week and not enough energy in the stands. They just don't have it. He's having an MVP type of season, but he won't have an MVP postseason. There you go. That's lift for shizzle. All right. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. It's a simple question. By the way, coming up here after the bottom of the hour, Jason Lockenfora, uh, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider, on 105.7 FM, The Fan in Baltimore as well. Jason's going to be joining us. Jim Gray, the 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, author of the new book, Talking to Goats, The Moments You Remember and the Stories You Never Heard. That is going to be coming up here after the top of the hour. We're going to talk with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, co-host of the Big Show, as the Bucks are going to be opening up their training camp, getting ready for their new season. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette's going to be here, so we got a lot coming up today in the program. But just asking you right now, is this offense alone good enough to carry the Green Bay Packers to a Super Bowl this year? 855-830-8648. You want to chime in? Philip uh, says, we've been asking this question for the last 10 years, and I'm afraid we all know the other answer. It all ends the same way. I hope I'm wrong, 
But no, they don't. Yes, we have Rodgers. We have uh, the best one-two punch of running backs in the league. And when healthy, they can't be stopped. Uh, Nathan says, no, our run defense stinks. John says, home field will be key. Get New Orleans into the cold. Uh, Bill says, no, this defensive coordinator refuses to play a true 3-4 defense. Instead, plays dime coverage 90% of the game. Then wonders why we can't stop the run. Same game plan over and over and over. No creativity. Uh, this is from uh, Marcy who says, uh, nope, the defense is too much of a liability and too many guys standing around and dancing with their opponent. Uh, Elson, E-L-E-S-O-N, or Ellison, one of the two, uh, says, I don't think the offense is going to be enough. They're going to get stopped in the postseason and slowed down. At the very least, this defense can't stop anybody. Every team coming into the postseason is going to have a decent run game. They're going to run all over the Packers. No pride, no championship. There you go. 855-830-8648. I think it's an interesting question because we have seen this offense just flow. Now, remember, they beat a pretty good Bears defensive front. No doubt about that, right? Beat a pretty good Bears team. So the next question becomes, well, if they can beat a pretty good defensive front and if the offense is – semi-inept, this team should get a win. So tell me what teams are that. Certainly not New Orleans. They would struggle with New Orleans, I think. And I, I think the second time around, New Orleans might come at it with a different I – mean, remember, they, New Orleans was driving until they decided to use Taysom Hill on the gadget play, and then he fumbled away the football, and then the Packers took it over, grabbed the momentum, and never looked back. So it, it wasn't as if that game was was an easy win. It was a game of opportunity, and I've said that all along. I think that it, you got to play with the opportunities. The Packers would need to be good. They'd need to be healthy. They'd need to be lucky and, and, and you know, get hot at the same time. And that offense needs to stay hot, needs to stay in rhythm. But remember, it came up, it was Zedarius Smith that came up with that, you know, kind of fumble. He created the fumble and then fell on it. After Taysom Hill, they tried to get a little bit tricky and use him in a gadget play. It took a turnover for Jair Alexander twice, really. I mean, he ends up getting the safety on Kirk Cousins to get that first one of the season, then get the pick just before half as they were trying to grab momentum. Same thing with Detroit, where they got the pick six. That was Darius Shepard, remember. So it took some turn. I mean, this defense has to participate, has to be good enough just to sustain. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Keep chiming in. I'm going to get to a lot of these coming up a little bit later on in the program as well. But when we come back, Jason Lockenfora, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider, also on the fan in Baltimore. We'll ask him about uh, the fairness towards the Baltimore Ravens as they continue to battle COVID. They've had that game pushed back from tonight to tomorrow night. We'll see if they indeed are able to uh, to complete that contest. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends at Quick Trip, asking you what's for dinner, and then Quick Trip has the answer. They say, we are. Stop on in, whether it's the fried chicken, the pothole pizza, or the new take-home heat-and-eat meals. They've got it all for you over there at Quick Trip. The milk, the bread, the eggs, the butter, all so good. Also quick right there at Quick Trip. Don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card as well. Jason Lockenfora, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider, going to join us next on the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
Don't forget about our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Uh, I am seeing their Facebook page. More and more people are getting it done. And they do it all the way down to like 25 below. So they can do it all year round. But Epoxy Flooring, polyurea coatings, doesn't matter if you're a homeowner, a business owner, or industrial owner. They can do it all from Green Bay to Racine, everywhere in between. Get a hold of Sean and the gang. And if you're looking for a job, he's looking for some help as well, specifically this time of year. All you got to do is go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Really, really good people over there. And uh, they warranty that stuff for life. For life. Time now for our uh, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider. Jason Locke and Fora. Insider calls are brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Uh, drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far extra mile really goes. You can also hear Jason with Brian Baldinger on Baldi's Breakdown with a new episode out twice a week. Just search Baldy wherever the podcasts are. Jason, how you been? I'm okay. Hope everybody's well there. Doing extremely well. Um, let me start off first and foremost. The Baltimore Ravens still have the COVID issue going on. The game has been pushed back now until Wednesday, uh, where the NFL made the, the Denver Broncos play without any quarterbacks. Is the NFL kind of all over the road on, on kind of their rules and regulations when it comes to COVID and what they'll do for teams? No, um, not at all. Uh, the Denver Broncos had one positive result. It was a quarterback who had four close contacts. Those close contacts... Um, all chose to ignore various uh, parts of the protocol, which made them um, immediately become high-risk close contacts. They gathered for longer than they should have. They gathered in a manner they shouldn't have. They ate meals in that uh, area together when they shouldn't have. They didn't wear proper face masks. And uh, they lied. <laughs> they weren't forthcoming to the original investigators, which actually led to other players on that team reaching out to the NFLPA and saying, hey, we probably shouldn't be practicing because we probably shouldn't be around those guys. Um, it was limited to a group of close contacts in one position group and, again, only one player testing positive. The Ravens still have players testing positive. It's, it's mm-hmm. apples and oranges. They had an outbreak in their weight room that stemmed from a coach uh, who shouldn't even have been in the building, who should have stayed home because he wasn't feeling great. And... Everybody goes through the weight room, and it took eight days before the league felt comfortable enough that everyone who needed to be quarantined had been quarantined. I mean, we're talking about 20 players on the COVID-restricted list. Um, That doesn't even include staffers, and we're talking about at least 12 positives. That's 12 times more than Denver. Um, It's not about position. It's not about, like, your roster. It's not about competitive balance. It's about if we hold this game, if we travel this team, are we putting more individuals at risk of getting sick? In Denver's case, the, all the science said no, and, and they were right, and Denver still only has one positive, Jeff Driscoll. In Baltimore's instance, it wasn't until Sunday morning when they felt like, okay, we've seen the tentacles of this. The, 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 the remaining positives will likely be guys who we already have identified as close contacts who we expect to have to add to the list. <clears throat> and anything new would probably be from the community at large and not this outbreak. Once they reached that point in time medically, then they went about trying to figure out when they could stage the game. But the Ravens were still adding new players to the COVID list as of yesterday. So I, I don't think they, that, that there's any comparison to be made whatsoever between those, those two situations. Is the uh, is the NFL, should they just say, you know, look, we need to get a little cushion here. We're going to extend this season by a couple of weeks and push the Super Bowl back to the end of February? 
I, I don't hear that sentiment at all within the league because what are you pushing it back into? You know, like, um, I don't think anybody thinks we're going to have wholesale distribution, and widespread distribution of a vaccine um, before the Super Bowl or within a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl, and the numbers are getting worse and pretty much every NFL community and not better. So they're racing the clock already. That's why they don't want to add a week 18. So we add a week 18 to maybe play one or two games that maybe have a limited impact on the playoffs. We push the actual playoffs back further into uh, the unforeseen. And then we just hope that things get better. I I think what we're dealing with um, from a scheduling standpoint this week will happen again. It may happen to some degree every week. But if the, the the goal is to crown a champion, to whittle down from 32 to 1, in something like the normal manner it's done, pushing back regular season games doesn't really accomplish that. Like, because, again, I, I, I haven't, you know, like, what I don't really know what's to gain other than <laughs> maybe you mitigate a little something here, but then you're going to be clustered again. You're, you're going to be doing the same things you're doing. These communities are, are going to continue to struggle to get their arms around the virus. And um, I don't get the sense that Dr. Alan Sills or anybody in the NFL medical community feels like things will be better in the middle of February than they are right now. Uh, let's talk uh, more of the X's and O's side of things. Uh, Packers get a win. They're right behind the... The Saints uh, for the top spot in the NFC. The Saints or the uh, Seahawks get another win last night. We've seen Brady struggle. We have seen some of these other teams rise and then take a step back. And right now, who do you think uh, are the top two or three teams in the NFC? Uh, I think New Orleans. I mean, you win eight in a row. Uh, the defense has really reached a level now where it's it's playing great football. They can win in different ways with different style quarterbacks. Uh, you know, it's a Taysom Hill thing, something that I think would is ready to carry them through a full season right now? No, but it, it, it you know, can it get them to be a bridge to Drew Brees? Absolutely. And when Brees comes back, will Taysom Hill be even um, more evolved and ready to handle a little bit of a bigger role? And could they throw some different things at Taysom Hill as part of his packages that maybe they held back before because they weren't sure, but now they've seen him execute um, for three weeks or four weeks or whatever it turns out to be? I think that could bode very well for them. And remember, all the stuff they run for Taysom Hill as a, you know, as some seasoning, as whatever, the paprika on top, they're not doing right now because there's only one Taysom Hill. So when you have the element of Drew Brees and Taysom Hill on the field at the same time with Kamara, with Thomas, um, you know, with Sanders, with Jared Cook, and whatever variety Sean Payton decides, that, I think that's going to fortify that unit um, even further. So I think they're a very balanced football team, and, and I think they're the best team in the NFC. You know, Seattle and Green Bay, um, I, I worry about their defense. Uh, Seattle's going to look good for a couple of weeks here because they're not playing any offenses who can do anything. But come January, I, I have my reservations. And, um, you know, I think the Packers, I, I, I just, you know, they, I think they're built to come from behind more than they were last year. And obviously the, the passing game has evolved. But if you run on them with any volume, I think you find joy. Hey, Jason, I think we lost Bill. Uh, so I guess we'll just continue on here. We're talking with Jason Locke and Fora, Radio.com Sports, NFL Insider here on the Bill Michaels Show. 
Um, I, I will ask you this. I mean, the NFC right now is just so loaded, and I, I just think it's just so hard to find one great team in this conference. I just think there's a lot of good teams. I mean, you mentioned Seattle, but you could really point out seven, eight teams that potentially could get on a run here and represent yeah. this conference in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say it's loaded. I'd certainly say it's jumbled. Um you know, I, I'd say there's a lot of teams with not much separating them. I, I, like I said a minute ago, I do think New Orleans right now I'd have to put in a little bit of a different class than any, anybody else. I mean, they haven't lost for two months now, and they're doing it without their starting quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, Tampa, do they come out of this bye and figure some things out and look like more of a factor? Um, maybe. You know, it's a jumbled mess in the in in the NFC West. I mean, the Rams aren't great by any stretch of the imagination. The 49ers now have a pulse. Um, Arizona is at a bit of a crisis. I think they're having a crisis of identity and a crisis of confidence. And if they're not inclined to run Kyler Murray a whole bunch in December, then I don't know that they even make the playoffs. Although the schedule you know lines up okay for them. Minnesota's off the mat now. I mean. I don't know if there's a whole lot separating Minnesota and Arizona and Tampa right now. I mean, does Tampa come out of the bye and lay an egg and lose to Atlanta and lose to Minnesota? I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I, I, yeah, I, I think there's a big middle class in, in the NFC, whereas in the AFC, I think you at least have you know, a couple of teams that you'd say are above the pack. Uh, in, in, in Pittsburgh and Kansas City. And then I think you have a, a second tier of like Tennessee and Buffalo teams that have a little bit of a playoff pedigree. And then you've got a big mass of teams just like the NFC with the Clevelands and the Raiders and the Baltimores. And there's, there's not much separating them. The Colts, it's, you kind of flip a coin. Jason, always a pleasure. I certainly appreciate it. And we're going to talk later on down the road. But thanks for stopping in for a couple of minutes, okay? My pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it. There you go. Jason Lockenfora. You can find his stuff on uh, Radio.com NFL Insider. You can find his stuff uh, weekly, uh, a couple of times a week, as a matter of fact, with uh, Baldy's Breakdowns uh, with uh, Brian Baldinger. They, that's where they do it. You can just search Baldy wherever your uh, podcasts are heard. And he's brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear him, like I said, with Brian Baldinger's Baldy's Breakdowns on good stuff. Uh, Jason Lock and Fora there joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Don't forget, uh, the weather is cooler. And I woke up this morning, wind chills at about 16 uh, degrees. And I thought, oh, thank God, I got the Pella windows and doors uh, in the home. The Pella windows uh, obviously add a lot of value, but they're economical. The windows and doors are economical. They're easy to operate, uh, which you know beautify your home. You also want uh, you you also want them to add value to your home. If you even think about selling your home, especially in a hot market right now, uh, down the road, adds a lot of value to your home. And then the security, safety, and security—they close, they lock. You don't have to worry about putting a stick in the door or in the windows or anything. I mean, they're secure, and and people want security, home security right now. That's one of the biggest things, industry-wise, going is uh, all the different uh, you know uh, different cameras and such that you can use around your home for security 
So uh, people are really into that thing. So uh, check out our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Right now, an additional 5% off your purchase when you buy at the initial consultation. That's on top of no money done, no payments for two years, no interest for two years. Go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. And, and check it out. Go to PellaWI.com or stop into the showrooms, the experience centers. They have one in Green Bay. They have one just west of Milwaukee in Brookfield and also in uh, in Madison now as well. So go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. He's going to miss a little time. Going to miss a little time. And but, but on the opposite side, there's a returner. We'll see how all that breaks down. Tell you about it. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are home today. All 32 teams in the NFL following the league's new COVID restrictions. Working from his home office, head coach Matt LaFleur spoke to the media, says he's keeping in communication with his coaching staff. You know, we've been able to have our meetings our necessary meetings we actually gave the guys off until wednesday i just don't feel like the zoom meetings when you're showing the tape uh it it just feels a little bit different so we're going to restructure wednesday a little bit and we'll kind of put this game to bed wednesday morning right right away and then we'll get on to philly the packers host the eagles sunday at 325 philly lost at home last night to the seahawks 23-17 23-17 on Monday Night Football. They are now 3-7-1. Eagles tight end, Dallas Goddard. The locker room, man. People are pissed. We got a lot of winners in that room, and nobody likes to lose. Uh, it's tough going through a stretch like that. Uh, we're going to go back to work on Wednesday and get ready for the Packers and go down there and give them everything we got. That's Philadelphia's Dallas Goddard. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Remember, coming up immediately following Green Bay and Philadelphia this weekend, it's going to be the Green and Gold postgame show. Gary Ellison and I, we're going to give you our thoughts, and we want your thoughts as well as the Packers try to go to 9-3 and three on the season. Can't believe we're going to be 12 games into this thing. Seems like just yesterday we got it going. But that's coming up uh, immediately following the game uh, this weekend. In the meantime... Corey Lindsley, thanking God that uh, the season's not over for him. He's going to miss uh, about a month, maybe a little more with that knee injury. Anywhere from three to six is what they're saying. Sprained MCL that happened uh, against the Bears. And if he does return on the short end of it, he could be back well before the end of the regular season. Six weeks would put him uh, into the postseason. So uh, there you go. By the way, some breaking news because the Packers did bring in Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin could probably, uh, you know, fill some roles like the Tyler Irvin um, role on this team. But the Packers have parted ways with Darius Shepard, the fumbled uh, Darius Shepard. And uh, that breaking news in the fan brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Find out how far an extra mile really goes, but Darius Shepard no longer a Green Bay Packer. But if there's anything left uh, for Tavon Austin, he's 30 years old, and uh, the Packers are going to try to use him as a returner. 
he's passed all the COVID-19 testing necessary to meet with the team. And, uh, you know, he's a slot receiver, running back, a returner, all that kind of stuff. Same thing as Tyler Irvin, basically. Same thing. And uh, he is on his way. Uh, oh, actually, he's already in Green Bay, as a matter of fact. He was a first-round draft choice of the Rams back in 2013. He's not a big dude. 5'8", five, 5'9", five, right in there, 185 pounds. But 4'3", speed. And uh, he can go. He gets some open field, and he off he goes. And he's got breakaway speed. So he's a little bit smaller than the 5'10", Tyler Irvin, who ran a 4-4-1. So uh, now they've got uh, Tavon Austin, who can be their returner, their punt returner, kick returner, that kind of thing. So uh, now they've got, at least they fortified that position for the time being. We'll see how it goes. Thank God the offensive line is as versatile with Elkin Jenkins as you know you you would you would hope when you talk about depth on the offensive line. Packers team has been pretty good and pretty lucky in that area. For all the draft choices that either have been missed or have not been chosen, the one thing this team has done and done pretty well is pick up offensive linemen. They've been able to fortify some of their positions. They've been pretty good at that. So you do have to give Brian Goodikens credit for that. For as much grief as you can give him about other things or maybe things that they did not do, uh, the fact that the offensive line is as deep as they are, you got to say thanks, uh, thanks there. No doubt. Give credit where credit is due. Be fair. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Jim Gray, the 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, author of the new book called Talking Goats, The Moments You Remember and the Stories You've Never Heard. Jim Gray is going to join us coming up next. Also, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur. Then we're going to talk some Bucks. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, host of the big show on our flagship station out of Milwaukee. Talk to him a little bit about the toy drive as well, since he's one of the guys that have been there since the beginning. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette about an hour and ten minutes from now as well. So a whole lot more coming up. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Station strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.